In a world where we get most of our information online and through social media and our smartphones, the rise of the blogger, in particular the mummy blogger and its spin-off, the mumpreneur, has been called a true cultural phenomenon. How do successful blogger mums make it from the WordPress page to the big time business? That's this week as we discuss how to be a mumpreneur. How to be. How to be. How to be. Welcome to How to Be. It's the podcast series where we answer the questions that curious women ask. I'm your host, Claire Isaac, and today I'm joined by one of our most successful mumpreneurs, website guru and women's health advocate, the healthy mummy herself, Rianne Allen. Hi, Rianne. Hi. How thanks. are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for coming. So um, I just wanted to talk about mummy bloggers first. Are you happy with the title mummy blogger or mompreneur or would you rather be called a super successful businesswoman these days? (laughs) You can call me whatever you like. (laughs) I'm probably more a businesswoman than a mummy blogger but I've kind of Double, I suppose, in all those fields, but you can call me anything you fancy. Okay, <laughs> as long as it's not a rude word. Probably. No. <laughs> so you say on your website, and you have said quite a lot, I think, about wanting to empower mums to live a healthier life. Yeah. So that's something that you found hard to experience. Is that right? Like yeah, when I'm, you became a mum. Yeah, totally. So um, I was six months pregnant when I decided to to you know to start my healthymummy.com business, and um, and what I found is there wasn't anything that did that to actually not only empower mums to live a healthier life, but actually support mums. So that, you know, after you've had kids, you've got a whole different list of priorities. You're tired, you could be breastfeeding, you don't have the time, you're mm. perhaps not working, so you're in a different budget. So, you know, your health can suffer. So it was all, all about empowering you to learn to kind of be healthy. And I really wanted to kind of um, set up a system, a network, products to actually help mums do that. And how come you decided that that was what you wanted to do and you didn't just wait for someone else to do it? Well, <laughs> for starters, my personality is very much, I like, okay. I like to go and do stuff. Um, I was very passionate about health and fitness. Um, I'd been working in um, in a career for about 12 years before and it wasn't something I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, you in advertising? I was in media and yeah, advertising, yeah. 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 So, um, and, um, it, and I didn't feel that was my calling. It wasn't what I wanted to do. And I did have a passion for health and nutrition and I'd done some studying of it online and um, and I was pregnant and I thought you know this is my kind of my kind of crossroads now but what am I going to do so um, I didn't want to kind of be a mum in media I didn't mm-hmm. want to kind of do that because I'd seen how hard it was um, eight years ago of, of doing that and I thought you know it's my choice I can choose what I do now for this next chapter of my life so I sold my house it was a bit of a risk a bit wow. of a, a huge risk everyone thought I was a bit crazy quit my job and I just did it and I kind of you know I, I believe in, in I believed in myself I believed in the concept that I was doing which is a really positive and healthy message and I just went for it and did wow. it so were you literally sort of sitting in your garage typing away on a computer like not yeah well not not my garage <laughs> That would have been pretty awful. <laughs> I, I was like six months pregnant. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Waddling into the garage. Yeah. So glamorous. No, but yeah, in, in my front room, yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. So I set up my website and I invested a lot of money and um, got a team of experts on board. Um, and yeah, I launched it. So I launched a website and a Facebook page. And um, and yeah, and I just it started really small um, and then it just progressively grew and it grew pretty quickly. Yeah, right. And, um, and I had um, my, my first baby born a few months later and it was madness. It was madness. Wow, you had one baby latched yeah, on while you were yeah, yeah. Exactly <laughs> answering what it 
was, emails. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, I was customer service. I was emails. I was Did you put on different voices yeah, to pretend I, you had other I did. I have to say I did. <laughs> you did. I did. That's I did. So it's true. Um, but I was, I was everything. I was a one-man band and then it grew and, you know, I had to get more more people involved and I started hiring more and more wow. people. And yeah. today we, we employ over 150 mums wow. around Australia and New Zealand. So it's, a you know, it's it's grown massively over seven years. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a, a very... A very fun roller coaster ride, and I have two two kids now as well, so, yeah. Yeah. and they work for you as well. Yeah, yeah. I think they'd like to. They will. Yeah. So the nature of like a mummy blogger business yeah. model is, yeah. um, I guess, that there's low overheads because yeah. all that because the essential real mummy blogger yeah. just sits there and writes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I mean, did you have to invest money? yourself to yep. get to a point where you could roll out your company or were yeah. you really just kind of yeah. because Facebook's free and yeah you know. sure sure so I think a lot of mummy bloggers so I've never been a traditional mummy blogger a lot of traditional mummy bloggers that's what that's what they'll do which is fab because you know they've, they've got um, a message they want to write about and they'll do um, here's my blog they'll write about it and then I think a lot of them will make money from either from sponsorship or advertising um, which is great you know and I think for anything like this, you've got to think of what is your reason of doing it? You know, like what yeah. is your, your point of doing it? Do you want to make some money? Do you want to, is it just a creative outlet? Is it that you want to be around for your kids? Like what is it, you know, and then, um, you kind of choose that way. You know, for me, it was first and foremost, um, I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to be around for my kids. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to have a career at home that I could be around for my kids. And that was, you know, my number one thing. Uh, I know I wanted it to make money. I had no idea it would be the success it is today, right. you know. I wouldn't have believed it if you'd have told me. But um, but f- from an investment perspective, it was very much um, I had to set the website up. I had to set up the business model, which was I, I needed to sell something. I didn't want to sell ads. I'd come from that. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to create something that was going to help mums yeah. um, and be a supportive product. So I had to bring on you know expert nutritionists. I had to bring on fitness people. I had to create products that people could actually buy and that were trusted and were great. Um, so that was that was my investment. It was a big investment. Um, creating the website essentially was quite easy to do yeah. um, I was I blogged quite a lot back in the early days because it was just me um, <laughs> doing stuff but today you know we have um, a lot of staff um, who do all the kind of writing we have a whole editorial team you know we have an editorial department who do that today as well as the marketing department the, the social media guys the customer service guys but back then it was just me and I suppose as the years progress obviously we've expanded um, but from a mummy bloggers perspective it, I suppose it works it's nice because you can just just be just you, you know, yeah. at home. And if you've got a, if you've got something really good to say or to share, you know, and, and, and you've got a good voice, then sure, you can, you can charge people to advertise on your site and make money. And obviously there are lots of successful mummy bloggers who do just that. Yeah. And do you think that, um, the success of mummy bloggers and, and, Websites like your own yep. and companies like your own is because there's people crying out then for that kind of contact, that human contact and that kind of, um, validation that they're still there. They're still human. You know, they yeah. might be at home, but they, and they need help and yep. they need advice. Like, what were people doing before? Yeah. Before mummy bloggers? You know, I think, um, I think. The, when you have children and when you're at home, I think you forget how isolated people can feel and how isolating it is. I mean, it's really difficult, you know, and, and you, and you forget how isolating it is. So I think there's that sense of community that I, I suppose existed more offline before Facebook and before the internet was what it is today mm. existed. And, you know, and I suppose the internet has, then allows online communities to get built 
to what they are today. And I suppose mummy bloggers, if you follow someone and you and you kind of relate to them and their lives are, you know, you can really resonate to that, you follow them. You yeah. know? And if they say something you like and they either live an outrageous life that you kind of go, oh my God, I have to follow them because it's just so outrageously crazy. Yeah. Or it's just someone who you just like. That's, I think, you know, and obviously a lot of the big ones, you know, they can be quite outrageous. Yes. <laughs> and you follow them just because it's like, wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like anything online today, it's the content, right? So it's like what makes you go back and watch them. So I think if mummy bloggers are wanting to um, to write something or do a blog because they want to make money from an advertising perspective, they got it. The hardest part is how do you get someone to want to read you if yeah. that's what you want if that's not what you want if you're just doing it because you want a creative outlet then just do it for yourself and do something that makes you feel good don't worry about how many eyeballs you're getting out yeah. watching it just do something you love and that in itself could end up being a great and ways. resonate with yeah, people totally absolutely yeah. and then like you you could become a very successful person yeah. but by doing something that was set out to help not yeah. to yeah exactly shock I think, I think, yeah I think the thing is to be true to yourself yeah and do something that you love and that you know you kind of feel passionate about and then you know it could be a big success because you you would start passionate about it okay well next up we talk about the backlash over the rise of the mummy blogger that sounds like a movie title it if does, ever there was one. It? It and does, get some expert it? tips on how to make money out of blogging and yep. websites how to be how to be how to be this is how to be and today we're talking about how to be a mumpreneur that's really hard for me to say <laughs> Um, there's been some backlash out there about mummy bloggers and I know I keep saying mummy blogger and I know you're not one but I feel like you're an expert so you can talk to me about it Um, what do you say to people who sat who kind of like there seems to there was a bit of a glut of them for a while and a glut of people who um, were out there sort of telling women how to do certain things or yeah. act or, or react to certain things. So yeah. what do you what do you say to all that criticism? Oh, you know, I mean, don't don't read it then. You know? <laughs> I think a good point. Okay, and know, that's the end. Thank you very much for coming. <laughs> I think there's so much stuff online, you know, there's so many people with opinions and things. And you know, you just just like TV, if you don't like something, turn off. You know, there I mean I guess I suppose the rise of the internet is that it gives a voice to lots of different people in lots of different places and, and you know and there's lots of daddy bloggers now and you know and I'm sure there'll be lots of kid bloggers yeah. and there'll be lots of different people which get granny bloggers yeah, granny, I'm, I'm sure I can imagine those with all the opinions there yeah. it's just the way it goes you know and I think that um, take it with a pinch of salt I yeah. think online brings on so many opinions I mean I'm, you know we all know there's a lot of online sites which bring in a lot more opinions than others mm-hmm. um, you know I don't go to those because yeah. it's just a bit depressing yeah. you know it's your choice what you read so and but you must get a lot of feedback from your fans and subscribers, and I imagine yeah. that most of that would be positive. Yeah, so because I you're mean, doing something good. Totally, and you know, it's our, like for example, with with our Facebook pages, we've got like over 1.1 million across our Facebook pages and groups. And one of the big things that we do is that you know we're very clear about it. Is ours is about empowering. It's non-judgmental, and it's it's about kind of a positive um, environment. Okay, so we don't we don't tolerate negative. Right. We don't tolerate judging and all the bitchy comments. We don't do it. And if you you are going to be like that you get 
you get booted out, you know, because it's it's not it's not a place, not a playground for, for being like that. So um, it's it's if you want to go to places like that, there are places like that. But I I believe that in life, it's like you know who you surround yourself by is who you kind of become. So you know, be nice to people, you know, and and treat people as you want to be treated. And, yeah. and I think that there's a lot to be said for treating people like that. And you don't have to be around or be read those things. You know, I don't. It's a bit no. depressing. Yeah. So. Yeah. What sort of feedback do you get then? Are they, I mean, people just overwhelmingly kind of saying, you know, I've lost this amount of weight or are they saying, you know, you've helped me mentally? All of that stuff. So it's like about, you know, um, I feel good. I feel better. You know, people might come in and say, you know, I'm having, you know, an awful day. I've eaten, you know, um, maybe, maybe I stopped off and I ate, you know, 10 McDonald's, maybe not 10, <laughs> but you know, and rather, yeah. rather than people going, Oh, that's awful for you. People will build them up and go, you know, can I, can I PM you offline and how can I help you? Or don't worry. Everyone has bad days. There's not criticism. People don't get criticism for having a bad day. You know, no one will get, no one makes people feel bad for food decisions or lifestyle decisions. And, and I think one of the biggest things that we certainly see is the mental health is one of the probably the biggest effects of, of women today. It's just insane. So I think that for us, what we try and do is build people up so people are not frightened to make comments and say things. And it's all very much about women empowering each other and helping each other mm. because we all get bad days, yeah. you know. And, and certainly what I tell my customer service guys and everyone who works for us, if someone does say something negative or someone does say something Try not to, you know, be cranky with that person. It's kind of thinking, what are they going through to make them think that? Because they're probably having a bad day. Yeah. So, you know, try and think of what, you know, because everyone, a reaction causes a reaction, you know. So it's always just trying to think, build women up rather than take them down. And I think online today in social media, it doesn't, it's not good. No. You know, so it's trying, it is trying to just teach everyone, you know, just to think twice before posting things because it can be really toxic and yeah. a bit scary. No trolling in the healthy no mommy world. No trolling in the healthy <laughs> mommy world. Absolutely. No, I think it's important to teach our kids that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I know this, I probably know the answer to this already, but I'm going to ask you, has it made you financially stable? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it has. I mean, we're really lucky. Um, you know, I'm really lucky. That, you know, the business has supported us financially. So, um, but it's not just me, you know, we employ 150 mums around the country. It's mm. made them financially stable as well, you know, and, but I must say it's been enormously hard work. It took us three years before we made any money. We, we were in debt for three years. Yeah. Um, and if I hadn't sold my house, I wouldn't have been able to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, I've been, I've worked. Every day since I started this business, including Christmas days, you know, oh. I work nonstop. Like it's, I'm very passionate about what I do. I care about the customer. I genuinely care about the customer. I listen yeah. to every piece of feedback, negative and positive, and I kind of, and that makes me decide what to do next and to make sure we're doing the right thing. But, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really lucky, but I've worked hard for it. And I make sure that we in, always reinvest the money we make back into the business to constantly make it better. Wow. So were there ever a day when you thought, I just can't do this anymore? Maybe one Christmas day? <laughs> you know, you're no, answering phones. I'm a very resilient person, a very determined person. So, yeah, there are days when you think, oh, my God. But I, I know myself. I know that after a good night's sleep, I'm fine the next yeah, day. It's yeah, it's funny, hasn't Get it? Back good up. night's sleep. Yeah, fix yeah, anything. Absolutely. <laughs> so what words of advice would you give people who, you know, I mean, maybe they'll never be able to do what you've done, yeah. but, you know, have sort of visions of making themselves yeah. successful in that way? So I think you have to do something you're passionate about because, you know, the biggest thing is consistency and determination. So if you, if you can't can't be consistent 
and determined every single day, then your business, you can't fly, you know, you have to be passionate, consistent and determined. And if you can be those things, then you can make a success of everything. But you can't be someone who can be consistent for a couple of weeks and then let it drop. (laughs) Yeah, you have to be consistent all the time. And I'm very passionate. I'm very determined. I'm consistent. And I've been like that my entire life, which is why I knew when I sold my house and quit my job, I knew I could do it because I knew I believed in in what I what I was doing. And I knew I wanted to do something so um, amazing in the health space for mums and I and I kind of just saw it and I was like I'm going to make this happen no matter yeah. what <laughs> wow that's pretty inspiring I feel a bit like <laughs> to go and sit in a hole no don't be silly <laughs> um, who do you like reading then your favourite bloggers or women online like you said you don't really you don't I, read too I much don't, no? I don't I don't tend to I find it um I find it tough because, you know, there is so much negativity stuff out there. And I find a lot of the, and because a lot of the sites are driven by advertising revenue, that there's a a, a click me, click me, click me mentality. And, um, as opposed to a quality. Mm Um, so I, I don't tend to look that much stuff online. I, I'm more kind of focusing on our own, what we're doing and what customers are saying. So I kind of read more what customer comments are saying in our own groups and then take that feedback on board. I mean, I'm, I'm in our groups every day and I, I'd rather kind of, you know, I, I put a post up and say to the customers, hey, you know, what's happening? Would you want to ask me anything? Have you got any feedback? And I let them, you know, go to town really, right. uh, you know, and I, because Hit it's me. important to, to listen yeah, constantly. Absolutely. So I don't really read that much other stuff. I mean, I look at the news, see what's going on in the news, but I don't tend to have much time to kind of, you know, read other stuff. Yeah. But I should probably. Yeah, no books anymore. No, I don't get no. time to do it's any one of my stuff. things. I say one day <laughs> I'm going to have time to read a book. Oh. But yeah, um, I used to. <laughs> and what about Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and all those? Like yeah. you obviously use Facebook, Facebook, yes. Facebook very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, which is your favourite kind of social media? Yeah. Facebook, I love Facebook groups the mm-hmm. most because Facebook groups allows the customer to have the voice. Facebook pages doesn't allow the customer to have a voice because it's just a one-way traffic. Mm-hmm. Facebook groups is great because it allows the customer just to say whatever they want. So it's two-way traffic, you know. We've got, um, I think, about 200,000 mums in our Facebook groups and it's it's their kind of groups, really. So, you know, they get to talk nonstop. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, they, it's, it's their voice and it's great because, you know, they feel so empowered by being in there and you can, as a... As an owner of a business, you get to see exactly what they're saying, what they want. And it's, it's awesome for me. It's the best place to be ever. Um, Instagram, I love Instagram because it's nice awareness, branding, see what's going on. Um, I don't think, um, it's not that good if you want to kind of get clicks and traffic because it's not really a clickable place, but it's a great brand awareness place. And Pinterest is great for people to collect things and everything. But I think, the power of Facebook is amazing until something else comes along yeah. <laughs> and replaces it. Yeah. I think from a, a business perspective, it's, it's, it is the number the one place. place. Yeah, it is. A, but I think it's about using it, you know, in the right way. And I think that, um, I know some people who have businesses get frustrated by Facebook. Um, but I think it's about using it in the right way. I and, guess because you're a yeah. community and yeah, yeah, yeah. it works very totally. well for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's about using it as a community and, and using it, looking at it from the customer perspective rather than looking at it from a business perspective and that's what I try to do every day is going from the customer view how does this work and how does it look because if the customer's not happy then you don't have a business no and on that note (laughs) that's the end of our discussion thank you so much thank you for coming in it was a pleasure to meet you thank you so much okay take care (laughs) make sure you subscribe via Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from give us a rating and a review so everyone can find us and we'll be back to answer the questions that curious women ask on how to be